Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. What up, bitches? Welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I am Francesca Amber, your host to... Oh, sorry, I was not here last week because I was on a goddamn cruise. She was on a cruise round the med, day drinking rosé wine at Nikki Beach, getting touched up in a pool, living her best life. You better believe it. Oh, my God. I'm a cruise convert. I'm an absolute cruise convert. I would never have thought of booking a cruise in my life. And yet here I am fucking loving cruise life. You go to sleep, you wake up in a new country. Who doesn't love that? 
Anyway, I'm back. Sorry there was no pod last week, but you know what? Life got away with me. What a time to be alive. I'm back at it, but I have got a little mini law of attraction manifestation story for you first. So I have really been getting into buying art recently. And if you follow me on Instagram, apologies, you've probably already seen it on my stories. If you're not following me on Instagram, what are you doing with your life? I'm at Francesca Amber and at Law of Attraction Changed My Life. So I've really got into buying art recently. And a couple of weeks ago, me and my mum went back to Cornwall and I was like, do you know what? I really want to go to the galleries around Newquay and find a really beautiful picture of the little house on the private island that I stayed in last summer. So that was a very symbolic house to me. I had spent my entire childhood looking up at that house from the beach being like, who the fuck lives there? Like, can you imagine standing on that bridge? Can you imagine the views from those windows? And I really sort of, um, not idolised it, but I really dreamed about it a lot as a child. I was obsessed with it. And then when I started to make real money, that was one of the very first things that I spent money on was I just booked a trip to go and stay there. And it was on my proper like bucket list item. And I loved it so much, we ended up doing it twice. And I was like, I really want to commemorate that like goal, that milestone of being like, I'm going to fucking buy this. I'm going to do it. And I really wanted a beautiful picture of this house because I also think that we're probably going to go back again. Like I love it there. I want the girls to have like this really fond childhood memory of this really amazing house. Anyway, if you've not seen it, look up, just Google the Island Cornwall or Town Beach House Cornwall or House in the Sea Cornwall. You'll see it and it's fucking amazing. So I'd said to my mum while we're in Cornwall, I really want to go to one of these galleries to get a picture, but I'd spent quite a lot of money on art already, like recently, and it didn't feel 100% right to me to basically buy another piece and spend a lot of money on more art. I feel like I've got more art than I've got walls at the moment. So it didn't feel like a line spending But also it was a day of our holiday with the girls with us and they didn't want to be traipsing around galleries. So we didn't go. Cut to two weeks later. I have not mentioned this to anyone, right? One of my listeners walks into a charity shop in Bristol. Nowhere fucking near Cornwall. Walks into a charity shop in Bristol and sees a little watercolour painting of the house I stayed in. Not only does she see it, she takes a picture of it and sends it to me. And it's like, oh, isn't this the house you stayed in? And I'm like, Jackie, you fucking get back there. You get back there and pay that nine pounds. I need that picture in my life. So God bless Jackie. Let's all send our gratitude to Jackie because she is the MVP around here. She went back the next day. Luckily, it was still there. She bought it. She sent it to me. And I couldn't be happier because now not only is it a little watercolour painting of exactly what I wanted, but it's also got this incredible manifestation story around it that, you know, one of my listeners, the other side of the country fucking found it and sent it to me. I absolutely loved it. So thank you so much, Jackie, for sending that. And I just love that little manifestation story. Anyway, today I want to talk to you guys about always being open to changing your mind. Because when we think about manifesting, we often talk about how we aren't actually magnetizing and drawing things to us. All of the possibilities and all of the outcomes are already right there. They're already available to us, but we can't see everything at once, right? There's millions of possibilities. And because of our reticular activating system, we filter out everything that's not relevant to our storyline, to our narrative. 
That's why if you say, I always have bad luck with men, you only see the opportunities to date the cheaters and drug dealers and pimps. Do you know, maybe not pimps. I mean, I don't know where I think I'm living. There's no pimps here, but you know, you'll always see the bad situations. If you say that I never have any money because I don't have a degree, guess what? You'll never have any money. You won't see all those possibilities to earn money that other people magically seem to see. And so on the plane on the way home, I read a book. It was Happy Sexy Millionaire by Stephen Bartlett and it was actually one of my new moon goals. So if you don't know, get to know. I've started a little side podcast on the side of this. It's two extra bonus episodes a month. It's called Manifesting with the Moon. We do one on the new moon and we do one on the full moon and full moon is this Sunday. So if you want to get involved, tap the link down below in the show notes, wherever it is and subscribe because come and get on this journey. One of my goals for Uh, the new moon this month, was simply to read a book for pleasure. Now, that may sound like a very small goal, but reading not as part of the book club, but just for pleasure is something that I never, ever, ever do. Because look, your girl's got three children. She ain't got time. But it was glorious to do this on the plane. And I read Stephen Bartlett's book. I'd highly recommend it. Happy Sexy Millionaire. It's incredible. And he had a chapter in there about politics and how so many people regularly ask him what way does he vote and I just want to read this passage to you so I grew up liberal with left-leaning views if you look at the vast majority of my political views you might say that I belong to the left however the one factor above all others that has driven me towards the centre over the last five years is the left's tendency to grab hold of narrow-minded, responsibility-avoiding narratives. The implied narrative that all rich people are undeserving, evil, selfish and lucky. The implied narrative that hard work doesn't matter at all and that your circumstances are entirely the consequence of the government or good or bad fortune. And the narrative that if a conservative or right-leaning political party is in power, then we're all fucked, as one of my leftist friends tweeted. I'm repulsed by these narratives because they are so binary and intent on avoiding personal responsibility by establishing an external locus of control. As much as I believe in our society offering everyone a safety net, higher taxes on the wealthy and universal healthcare, I cannot sign up to narratives that seek to externalise my sense of accountability, vilify success or encourage victimhood. Now I read that and I was like, fuck me. This is not something that I had massively considered before. I am Jeremy Corbyn till I die. He is my Lord and Saviour. I have got a fuck the Tories necklace. I, you know, I'm, I'm going the whole hog. I actually cried when my friend told me that she'd voted for Boris Johnson. Yes, I cried because I was like, surely not. This simple passage really opened up the possibilities of not just being leftist. Because for me... I definitely feel I am that way. But he does have a point when it comes to the whole, these are our circumstances and it's everyone else's fault and people that are rich and successful are evil. It is this narrative. And I've really noticed during this whole submarine thing, what on earth is going on with this submarine fiasco? Was it all a ploy? Are they all living in Panama somewhere, having a great time? 
Or are they dead? I don't know. I don't know. Can someone send me a TikTok that makes it clear, please? I need an 18-year-old on TikTok to tell me what is goddamn happening in this world. Anyway, what was interesting, nonetheless, what really happened to those people is the way that people did not take those deaths very seriously because they were very wealthy, successful people. People mocked the fact that it cost £250,000 to go on this trip to begin with. I've never seen so many jokes and memes, some of them were funny, about people's death and people being stuck somewhere in a fucking horrible situation. And it did seem very clear to me that you would not get that same reaction if it was a load of miners stuck down a mine or when those children were stuck in the rainforest. But when it's rich people stuck under the sea, people felt like it was a free-for-all to be like, what fucking idiots, they've got more money than sense. And so if you've ever done any money mindset work with me, if you've read any of the books with me, if you've done my money mindset course, you'll know that we have to look at ourselves and others and how we how we subscribe to our beliefs of what rich people mean to us. When we look at film and TV, it's always the baddies that are the rich ones. It's always the people that are very mean, very negative, very horrible, trying to do the wrong thing. They're always the rich ones. So it's just good to be aware of these judgments that you make of richer people because it may be blocking abundance to yourself so quick take those memes down if you were mocking those people under the sea Um, because yeah it may very well be blocking your own abundance and your own ability to be your own version of wealthy so anyway this book yeah it fully got me thinking about how that one passage may have changed my views and changed my opinions of if people say to me in the future oh, are you like left or right? I might just be like, Do you know what? I don't think I'm anything. I think I'm just in the middle. I mean, I'll still love Jeremy Corbyn till I die, but I think I truly have changed my mind on that. Um, another thing that came shortly after, I was getting a lot of inspiration on this plane, was as we came into land, I don't know if it's because I was feeling very emotional because I'd basically been drunk for five days. I'd been without my children for five days. And it was getting quite windy. It was a little bit turbulence. It was going a little bit all over the show. I nearly grabbed the man's hand next to me. Thank God I didn't. And I just for a second thought, shit, what if this plane just crashed now? Talk about intrusive thoughts. What if this plane crashed now and I never saw my children again? And then I suddenly thought, all those people that clap when a plane lands, we all laugh at them, don't we? We all make jokes about the people that clap when a plane lands. I'd rather kill myself than date someone who claps when a plane lands, all that jazz. Let me tell you, I nearly fucking clapped when that plane landed. I didn't. I didn't. But I nearly did. And it changed my mind once again that something that people mock and say, oh, clap when the plane lands. What is that? It's just gratitude. It's showing absolute gratitude that you have managed to fucking complete a miracle in my eyes you've been able to fly me across the sea up in the clouds at thirty-five thousand feet and land in another country and get me back home it's a fucking miracle and yeah I think I was just without my children and feeling very very emotional but I just was like as I got off the plane I was like thank you so much thank you for getting me home thank you (laughs) and um yeah, I just felt real gratitude. Will I feel enough gratitude to clap the next time a plane lands? 
nah, probably not, but I'll be clapping in my mind. Do you know what I mean? So those are two examples. One is sort of more serious where your political views lie. And the other is something very superficial, like clapping when a plane lands. But it just goes to show that whatever you think your beliefs are, whatever you think your mind is absolutely made up on, always be open to having your mind changed. Always be open to taking on a new opinion. Always be open to saying, do you know what? I think I was wrong. I think I was a bit closed-minded on that. That's why I love documentary films. Um, I often talk about my favourite documentary films being the ones that manage to change your mind about something that you were previously absolutely hell-bent on believing. Um, I remember Stacey Dooley did one about abortion years ago. Now, I am a pro-abortion person. I believe that you have the choice. Um, I don't think those choices should be taken away from us. I've definitely used abortion services and I'm so thankful for that. I think we should completely end the stigma of not being able to talk about it. Um, You should be able to say, yes, you know, I've been able to live my life because of this service that was available to me. And I remember she did a documentary about abortion and I remember by the end of it, I was like, oh no, I think I'm pro-life. And that's amazing. That's amazing. Don't be... Don't be um, perturbed when what you thought was right gets a little bit upended and you're like, oh, actually, now I don't know. Because when you open your mind to these things, you become open to so many more possibilities in life. And that, of course, makes it easier to attract all kinds of things to us, to manifest more things into our life. Be open to changing your mind. Be open to possibilities and broaden the spectrum of what is possible for you. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please do your girl a solid. Leave me a rate, review, subscribe, whichever one, all three if you like. And I'd be super thankful. It really does help the podcast to get noticed and to get more viewers. Viewers? Ain't nobody watching this. Thank God I could be sitting here naked. You'll never know. I'm not. Um, What have I got to tell you? Yes, it's a full moon on Sunday. So if you want to come and join the Manifesting with the Moon, basically you press subscribe and then you don't have to do anything. The extra two episodes will show up exactly where you're listening to this now, except if you're on Spotify. Sorry, Spotify listeners. Spotify is a weird one, isn't it? Like they're very much like set themselves apart. But Apart from that, you listen to it exactly where you listen to this, but it's just a private RSS feed. So basically people that have subscribed to it get to listen to it. I hope that makes sense. Um, It is a brand new month in the book club tomorrow. Happy July, bitches. We are doing Hurt, Healing, Healed by Emma Mumford. And Lord knows I've got some shit to heal from. We always do, don't we? Even if we've worked on our traumas and our limiting beliefs in the past we're always having new stuff come up we're always having new traumas happening to us and so I am more than ready for this one it's all about working on your past traumas to supercharge your manifestations and we've done I think two Emma Mumford books in the past and people absolutely love them so come and join us for that if you will I do a chapter for each new episode um, and yeah you basically read the book with us throughout the month we've got a private Facebook group where we all have like a beautiful community where we share our um, progress and our goals and everything and finally pray for me on Monday because I'm doing my first ever live speaking event like my first ever paid live speaking event and I'm fucking shitting myself it is on a stage in a theatre in front of I think five or eight hundred people um so just please Monday afternoon just send me your healing thoughts because I'm just scared I'm gonna 
literally shit myself on stage. Um, if you can't make it to that event, which is like a beauty event, I think it's all sold out now. I have my very own event on the 26th of September, which is a Tuesday evening at Barbican in London. And I would absolutely love to see you there. I'm really hoping that it's going to be a really empowering, inspiring evening. And most of all, I just can't wait to actually meet you all. I feel like we've been on this journey together for quite a few years now. And so many of us, I feel like I know you through your DMs or the comments that you give on the podcast or whatever, but it's going to be so incredible to be in the same room. And I don't know whether, like I said to Mark, I don't know whether we should share this or not, but we've decided to. But basically with this event, so many venues only hold like two, 300 people and then it seems to be like a real jump. And so we ended up just going for the biggest venue possible, like a huge venue, because we didn't want any limits on people that couldn't come. And we wanted to keep the price super, super low. So we have basically spent £20,000 of our own money on this venue. And the way that we've priced the tickets, we will not make a profit on this event. Like, we just won't. Like, it's just, it's not about profit. We said right from the start, it ain't about the money in the words of Jesse J. We weren't interested in this being a money, a monetize, sorry, I can't speak, a monetized event. We just really want to see you, meet you, be in the same place and basically say thank you for being there. So if you want to come and join us, um, it's in the evening on Tuesday, 26th of September. And I will leave the link in the show notes below. The link is everywhere. The link is on my Instagram. It's in the show notes below. It's on my website. It's tattooed on my forehead. It's everywhere. So um, check it out. And I'll see you bitches next week. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too. Bye. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter. And you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30 day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, so check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below.